0: I have been in the stream of salvation and I, am free. I have good news, your sins are away as the east is from now and baby, salvation and Good Sunday morning. Welcome to Forgiven, the weekly radio broadcast of Northeast Baptist Church of Danbury. We're happy that you tuned in today, and we hope you will find the program beneficial to you. Now, here's our pastor, Joe Vaskin.
1: The Bible says in the book of Romans, chapter 3, verses 24 and 25, being justified freely by His grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God hath set forth, to be a propitiation through faith in his blood. I want to focus our attention today on the statement, God has set forth Christ Jesus to be a propitiation through faith in his blood. That one statement sums up the entire message of the Bible about as well as any statement could. God has set forth Christ Jesus to be a propitiation through faith in his blood. It says that God has set forth Jesus Christ. What does that mean? It means that God has placed Christ before us. He has presented Christ to us. He has put Christ in front of us. Jesus Christ is God's message to all of mankind. Jesus is the message of the entire Bible. In the Old Testament, Jesus is promised and prophesied to mankind for 4,000 years. In the New Testament, Jesus is born, crucified for man's sins, And risen from the dead. And now Jesus has been preached to the human race for the last 2,000 years. God has set forth Jesus Christ. If you could see God face to face right this second, and you were to ask him, God, what is the one thing that you want me to know? His answer would be Jesus Christ. And how do I know that? Because Jesus is irrefutably the clear, proven, unchanging message of the Bible. God has set forth Jesus Christ to mankind. He has placed Christ before us. He has presented Christ to us. He has put Christ in front of us. Jesus Christ is God's message to the human race. If you want to know about God, you begin by learning about Jesus Christ. God has set forth Christ Jesus to be a propitiation through faith in his blood. God's message is, God's purpose, God's agenda in this world is not about politics. It's not about religions and denominations. It's not about social justice. It's not about wealth and prosperity. God's message, his purpose, his agenda in this world is Jesus Christ. God has set forth Christ Jesus to be a propitiation through faith in his blood. Let's take a look now at that word propitiation for a minute. The word propitiation is used three times in the Bible. In 1 John chapter 2 and verse 2, it says that Jesus Christ is the propitiation for our sins and not for ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. In 1 John chapter 4 and verse 10, the Bible says, Herein is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. And then, of course, in the verse that I've already read, Romans chapter three and verse twenty five, God has set forth Christ Jesus to be a propitiation through faith in his blood. Three times the word propitiation is used in the Bible and all three times it's used in reference to Jesus Christ. So what does that word propitiation mean? Well, very simply, propitiation means peace offering. God has set forth Christ Jesus to be a peace offering through faith in his blood. We all have a general idea of what a peace offering is, but let me just give you a little scenario to help make it clear in your mind. Suppose I'm at work tomorrow, and just as I'm punching the time clock at the end of the day, I get this strong impulse to smack my boss in the face. I mean, something just comes over me, and I walk over to his desk, and I give him a big old smack in the face. And then I walk out the door get in my car and drive home. For the first few minutes as I'm driving, I think to myself, man, that felt good. I've always wanted to do that. But then a few minutes later, I start thinking, wait a minute. How am I going to go to work tomorrow? I can't face my boss after doing that. He's probably fired me already. I need my job. What was I thinking? So I decide to turn the car around, go back to work. And go in and tell my boss, I'm so sorry. I don't know what came over me. I must have been out of my mind. Can you please forgive me? And then I get an idea. If my apology has any chance of being successful, I can't go in there empty-handed. I got to bring something with me to really express my regret, to show him my sorrow. And so I stop off at the store and I pick up five $100 gift cards to his favorite restaurant. And when I go in to make my apology, the first thing I'll do before I even say a word is lay that $500 in gift cards on his desk. That $500 in gift cards will be my peace offering. Now, yes, that's kind of a goofy story, I admit, but you get the idea. A peace offering is something I bring with me, something that costs me, something that the other person values, and something that says, I'm very sorry. I regret what I did. I want to make it up to you, and I'm pleading with you to forgive me. That's a peace offering. And the Bible says that God has set forth Christ Jesus to be a propitiation, a peace offering through faith in his blood. But now, wait just a second. In my story about me smacking the boss, who is the offended party? Well, my boss is. And who's the offender? I am. So who brings the peace offering? Well, I do. I committed the offense. I'm asking for forgiveness. I bring the peace offering. But when the Bible says that God has set forth Christ Jesus to be a peace offering through faith in his blood, who's the offended party there? Well, God is. God didn't rebel against me. I've rebelled against God. I didn't create him. He created me. God didn't break my laws. I broke God's laws. He doesn't need my forgiveness. I need his forgiveness. So if God is the offended party and I'm the offender, why is God the one providing the peace offering? Why does it say God has set forth Christ Jesus to be a propitiation a peace offering through faith in his blood. Why aren't we, the offenders, offering the peace offering? Well, one reason is that in our rebellion against God, we had no desire to make peace with God. The Bible says that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Jesus died so that we could be forgiven before we were ever wanting or asking to be forgiven. If it were left up to us to provide the peace offering, we would have never even tried. We would have just continued in our rebellion against God and gone off into eternity facing the eternal sentence for our own sins. We didn't try to provide the peace offering because we had no desire to be reconciled with God. But even more importantly than that, the reason we didn't provide the peace offering is that we have nothing to offer. We have nothing to bring to our creator that would satisfy his eternal holiness and justice. But God loves you and he loves me so much that he took the initiative. He made the way he made the sacrifice. He provided the peace offering. Let's go back to my slapping the boss story to get an idea of just how much God loves us. I'm getting ready to leave work for the day, and I get this strong impulse to slap my boss in the face. So I punch my time card, and then I walk over to my boss's desk. I smack him in the face, and then I walk out the door and go home. My boss is sitting there at his desk after I leave. He thinks, I don't know why he did that. But he's not going to come back to work tomorrow morning after doing a stupid thing like that. Even if he realizes his mistake and feels bad about it, he won't have the courage to face me. And I don't want to fire him. I don't want him to be unemployed. So I'm going to reach out to him, and I'm going to give him a way to reconcile with me. So my boss goes to the store, and he buys five $100 gift cards to his favorite restaurant. He brings them by my house. He leaves them on my front door where I'll be sure to find them when I get home. And he puts a note with those five $100 gift cards. The note says, I don't know what came over you, but if you decide that you want to fix things, if you still want your job, just bring these gift cards and give them to me as your peace offering. And then I'll know that you're remorseful and repentant and all will be forgiven. You say, nobody would ever do that. Yeah, no. That's why it's so amazing that that's what God did for you and me. God is the offended party. We are the offenders. We rebelled against our holy and just creator. It's so mind boggling to hear people talk about God as if he sinned against us. We brought eternal condemnation upon ourselves. We had no desire to make peace with God. And we had no means to make peace with God. But God loves us. So he set in front of us the only acceptable peace offering, Jesus Christ, crucified and risen from the dead. And he has given to every one of us a very simple invitation. If you want to be forgiven, If you want to pass from death to life, bring this peace offering to me and I will accept it. I will forgive you immediately. I will give you everlasting life on the spot. God's peace offering is Jesus Christ who died to take our death sentence upon himself. God has set forth Christ Jesus to be a propitiation, a peace offering through faith in his blood. Now let's talk about this for a minute. Why does it say through faith in his blood? Why does the Bible make so much of the blood of Jesus Christ? If you walk into any Bible-believing church, they'll be singing songs like, What can wash away my sin? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. And there is power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of the Lamb. Why the fixation on the blood of Jesus Christ? Because the blood of Jesus Christ is the essence of the peace offering that God has provided for us. The Bible says in Leviticus 17 verse 14 that the life of all flesh is the blood thereof. The blood of Jesus Christ shed on the cross when he died is the indisputable proof to God the Father, the creator and the judge of the universe that Jesus took our death sentence, that he died in our place. The blood of Jesus Christ is the essence of the peace offering that Jesus provided for us and that God the Father presents to us. The sinless blood of Jesus Christ represents the forgiveness, the reconciliation, the mercy, and the redemption that God has made available to man only through the sacrifice of his son. And that's why the Bible says, God has set forth Christ Jesus to be a propitiation through faith in his blood. There's one more phrase in this great statement that we need to consider, and that's the phrase, through faith. God has set forth Christ Jesus to be a propitiation through faith in his blood. Everything else in this statement must be done and has been done by God. God setting forth Jesus Christ, God has done that. Providing the peace offering that we need in order to be reconciled with God, forgiven by God, God has done that. And Jesus dying on the cross, shedding his blood for us as our substitute, our peace offering, Jesus Christ, God the Son, has done that. But this last piece of the puzzle, through faith, that puts the ball in our court. The very faith that we need to employ has been given to us by God. And he has given that faith to every human being. We must make the choice to activate it. If you've been listening since the beginning of the program, you've heard everything you need to know to employ your faith. You know that we're a fallen race, that all of us and each of us as human beings have rebelled against God. You know that our rebellion carries a mandatory sentence of eternal damnation, separation from God, banishment from the presence of God forever to a horrible place that the Bible describes as the lake of fire, the place that was prepared for the devil and his demons, the place of rebellion, the place of sin, the only place that rebellion against God can exist for eternity. And that's the mandatory sentence that the laws of this universe require. But God loves you. God doesn't want you to go to that horrible place. So God took our sins upon himself. God provided the peace offering that we would need if we want to be forgiven for our rebellion against him. God himself became a man in the person of Jesus Christ. He willingly took the sins of all mankind upon himself. He died in our place. He destroyed sin. He was buried, and three days later, he conquered death when he rose from the dead. God has set forth Christ Jesus to be a propitiation, a peace offering through faith in his blood. So now it's your move. Are you ready to acknowledge your rebellion against God? Turn away from it and put your faith in the blood of Jesus Christ? It's not complicated. God made it simple because He wants us to receive it. If you believe that Jesus, the Son of God, died and rose again to fully pay for your sin, and you're ready to receive Him for yourself right now, then just confirm that choice with God. Tell Him, Dear God, I know I have sinned against you. I'm sorry for my sin. I want to be forgiven. I believe that Jesus died on the cross for my sins. I believe that he rose from the dead, conquering death. Right now, the best I know how, I turn from my sin and receive Jesus for myself. Please come into my heart. Save my soul. Help me to live for you. Take me to heaven when I die. Thank you for saving me. Amen. Those aren't magic words. It's not the words of a prayer that saves your soul. God saves you when you choose to receive the peace offering that he provided. God promises repeatedly throughout the Bible that when you put your faith in the blood of Jesus Christ, he forgives you. He receives you. He gives you everlasting life immediately. Now, I hope that either you've made that choice before today or that you made that choice for the first time today. Now, if you're familiar with this broadcast, you may be looking at the clock saying, wait a minute, we're not done already, are we? No, we're not. Yes, we usually present the opportunity to receive Christ at the very end of the broadcast. But in light of our text verse today, I wanted to take a few minutes to make one more very important point. Once you receive God's peace offering, you then have the great privilege of being on God's setting forth team. After you receive God's peace offering, Jesus Christ, you then have the opportunity and the honor of making sure other people know about God's peace offering. Whether you just now chose to make Jesus your savior or whether you trusted Jesus 50 years ago, you are in the business of setting forth God's peace offering. God has set forth Christ Jesus to be a propitiation through faith in his blood. Before Jesus left the earth and returned to heaven, he left his followers with a mission. Go ye therefore and teach all nations baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And, lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. That's Matthew 28, verses 19 and 20. Jesus promised that as we set forth the message of his peace offering, he would go with us in the person of the Holy Spirit. Acts 1-8 says, Ye shall receive power after that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And ye shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and under the uttermost part of the earth. In the very last chapter of the Bible, Revelation chapter 22, just a few words from the final Amen, God reminds us that His Holy Spirit and His church are working together to set forth the message of God's peace offering. It says, The spirit and the bride, the bride is us, his church. The spirit and the bride say, come, whosoever will, let him take the water of life freely. If you have received God's peace offering through faith in the blood of Jesus Christ, you are now a setter forth of the message. I praise God for those who've been willing to set forth the message of his peace offering to the human race for the last 2000 years, preachers. Teachers, missionaries, parents, authors, martyrs, everyday people, people who've been willing to endure whatever sacrifice, whatever reproach, whatever inconvenience was necessary in order to be sure that the message of God's peace offering was set forth to the people around them. I praise God for the people who set forth the message of God's peace offering to me personally, my parents. My pastors, my Sunday school teachers, the faithful people in the church where I grew up. Now it's my turn to pay it forward. Other people set forth God's peace offering to me. It's my duty and my honor to set forth God's peace offering to other people. When I was in the third grade in Pequanacock Elementary School, two of my friends asked me why I go to church every Sunday. I wasn't very good at explaining it, and I was nervous about doing it. Nevertheless, I told them about Jesus Christ, God's peace offering. And right there, both of them chose to make Jesus Christ their savior. When I was 16 years old, I went with my pastor to visit a family that lived over here on Myrie Brook Road. I was just along for the ride. You know, my pastor was supposed to do all the talking. We sat in the living room with the husband and wife, and they started talking about how worried they were for their teenage son, how they wanted him to know the Lord. So my pastor said, well, Joe here, he's a teenager. He'd be happy to talk to your son about the Lord. And I thought, wait, what? I wouldn't be happy to talk to anybody about anything. But I knew that it was my job to set forth the message of God's peace offering, Jesus Christ. I can still remember getting up, walking around the corner, knocking on their son's bedroom door, walking in, telling him about Jesus. And that evening, That teenage boy put his faith in Jesus Christ. And all these years later, he loves the Lord. He's married, has children. He still lives right here in Danbury. There are many ways to set forth the message of God's peace offering. You can give gospel tracts to people you meet. You can and should support missionaries who go to places around the world and set forth the gospel message to people who have never heard it, many of whom have never even heard the name of Jesus. You can get involved in a local Bible-believing New Testament church and through their ministries have the opportunity to set forth the message of God's peace offering, Jesus Christ. This radio broadcast has one great purpose every Sunday, and that is to set forth the message of God's peace offering so that anyone who wants to can put their faith in Jesus Christ. When I was a boy, I started at nine years old cutting grass for our next-door neighbors they paid me $3 every week to come over and mow the lawn. Soon I got a second customer, and then a third, until eventually I had seven customers whose grass I'd cut once a week. Many of them paid a pretty nice amount for a teenage boy in the 1980s. When it came time for me to go to college, of course, I had to go to each of my customers and let them know I'd be leaving. I gave them a few months' notice, and then there came the time when I cut each of their lawns for the last time. Well, there was a man who lived right down the road from us who was a longtime family friend. He was a very old man. He had a powerful personality. He was the kind of man who would light up every room he walked into. He was loud, and he was very funny. When the day came that I'd be cutting his grass for the last time, it dawned on me that quite possibly I'd never see him again. And the Spirit of God prodded my heart and said, we need to tell him about my peace offering. I thought, no, I can't do that. He's so outgoing and funny and I'm so quiet and shy. I can't, but I knew I was supposed to. I started cutting the grass that day when I was about two thirds done, his door opened. And he came walking out and down the stairs. I shut the lawnmower off we were both standing there under a small tree in his yard. I hemmed and hawed and stuttered the best I could. I told him how Jesus had died and risen again so that all of us can be forgiven and have eternal life. I really didn't know what to say when I was finished. So he said, thanks, Joey, do good in college. And he walked back into the house. It was during my first year of college that I got the word that just as I had feared, the old man passed away. But before he died, he'd sent me a note. And the note said, thank you for talking to me about the Lord that day in my yard. I'm ready to meet him now. As scared as I was that day, I'm so glad I set forth the message of God's peace offering. Do you have a family member who keeps pestering you by trying to talk to you about Jesus? Try not to get too aggravated. They care about you enough that they want to let you know about God's peace offering. Maybe you have a coworker or a friend that you think of as a Bible thumper because you feel like they're always trying to cram Jesus down your throat. But understand, they're just trying to set forth God's peace offering, hoping that you'll put your faith in him. And by the way, when you finally do put your faith in God's peace offering, make sure you let them know that you've done it. God has set forth Christ Jesus to be a propitiation through faith in his blood. God has provided a peace offering for every human being to use should they ever choose to put their faith in him. If you've never put your faith in Jesus Christ, God's peace offering, I plead with you to do that today. If you have put your faith in Jesus Christ, I hope you will do everything you can to help set forth the message of God's peace offering, Jesus Christ. Thank you so much for tuning into the radio broadcast today. I pray that it was a blessing to you, and I pray that you have a wonderful week. God bless you.
0: People of Northeast Baptist Church, thank you for spending a few minutes with us this morning. We appreciate your time and we hope that you enjoyed the Forgiven broadcast. If you would like to share your thoughts about the program, you can call us at 203 798 7088. Northeast Baptist Church is an independent Baptist church located at 101 East Pembroke Road in Danbury. We invite you to worship with us at 11 o'clock on Sunday morning. Our worship service won't remind you of a funeral. And it won't remind you of a rock concert. It's just a little bit of heaven on earth. We'll see you again next Sunday morning at 7. God bless you. Have a great week. I am the son I stand here forgiven. My sins have been cast in the depths of the sea. I have been washed in the stream of salvation.